evening, 10.30 Saturday, well, 10.30 p.m. So I'm doing another podcast from bed. And I thought I'd touch on the subject of, well, I talked about marriage. Now let's talk about children. Okay, I love children. Love, 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 love children. You know why? Because they're so inquisitive. Now, there was something on Instagram that kind of touched me a little bit. Um, There was a group of, a village of children. It was called Yahweh. Now, I could have sworn many years ago that this Yahweh is actual a cult, but it consisted of children, men, women, young adults. It was like everybody, but it was a cult. And I remember many years ago before I was born, there was this another cult that, which I thought was really shameful and really sad, where they preached about God and religion, they did all of that stuff, but they also believed that in order to be, quote, saved from your sins, they made everybody drink poison so they would all die. It wasn't Yahweh, it was another group. I can't remember the name of it. This was before I was born, but I saw a documentary on it, and it bothered me to think that people go into these cults thinking, you know, that they're going to be well taken care of. But you hear a lot of horror stories. And when there's children involved, it's worse. Because now children as young as 9, 10, 11 especially the, the, the young girls get married or they have a married to older men like child labor child slavery it is a touchy subject and I believe that it should be it should be talked about why when I think about children in general because I'm having my own but at the same time down the line would like to sponsor a child or maybe bring another child into the fold. There's a lot of children that are in orphanages that either their families passed away and they're just stuck there or maybe their families couldn't afford to keep their children so they took them to an orphanage. There could be many different reasons why children are in orphanages. It's just sad in this day and age from global. Now we're talking about the global perspective. How children who don't have families who are in these orphanages, how they get treated. You would think that because they're in an orphanage, they're safe. There are some cases, and I've actually read and researched this information, that there are children, young children, getting abused. And the problem with that is, because again, children will listen to grown-ups. Whatever grown-up tells them, they will follow the rules they will listen it's as if you had your own children and you told them to do something if they didn't do it then but see it's different it's different in that sense when they're in an orphanage you would think okay these children are safe they're just looking for someone to love and they're looking for parents to be in a home because that's all the children don't want is love nothing else love and love is important in this day and age and when i see children who don't have anything it breaks my heart It really breaks my heart to see a child go through poverty, disease, famine, and then you look at what they wear 
and they don't really have much of anything in terms of toys. You ever see children in the global sector have not much versus the children here in the United States that have everything? I feel bad. See, that's why when I was younger, I really didn't have much in the way of, quote, all the toys and the dolls and the stuffed animals. I mean, I had some, but to be honest with you, I really didn't want it. And I always thought that maybe one day I could do something about it. So whatever I have, I would just donate. But for some reason, that just totally slipped my mind. And I thought, well, maybe I can do it now. Now that I'm older, I can do it. But even when I was a little girl, I had no problem sharing. There are some kids that don't want to share with other people for whatever reason. And when you teach your children that sharing is okay, well, there are some kids of the attitude, oh, no, no, this is mine, you can't have it. What about little kids, little girls and boys over there that just don't have anything? See, I have a whole bunch of things I can give to children. And it's not, I'm not going to miss it. Because again, this is something suitable. And I have toys, I have electronics, I have all kinds of things. And not just for the children, also for teenagers and, 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 and young adults and grown-ups. So much stuff. Again, am I going to miss it? No. Does it have any meaning to me? No. They're just objects to me. Now, the only things I will keep are the things that are sentimental to me, you know, like pictures and things that I've gotten over the years. Those are sentimental. But as far as everything else is concerned, no. I would gladly give it away. The reason why I say that is because, again, children mean something to me. So now me and my husband are talking about having a big family. He wants four kids. Well, girl boy, girl boy. Or well, however it comes out, you know, as long as the kids are healthy, that's fine. You know, that's fine. It really doesn't matter to me. But I like to think also that in addition to having your own children, that you can also adopt. Because adoption is important to a lot of kids that don't have families. Or if their families couldn't afford them, they just which I think is sad, but I can understand why they did it. See, I will be honest with you. When I see things like that on TV, you know, the sponsor a child, and you see the conditions that the children are in, it just breaks my heart. You know, they have Save the Children, and then they also have uh, Sponsoring a Child's, you know, or Becoming a Pen Pal of some sort, which is nice, but I like to give more. I like to do more. That's why my title is, well, I gave myself this title, but I'm hoping that it comes true. International Goodwill Ambassador. Think about that. International goodwill ambassador so you're not just being an ambassador for a whole continent you're being an ambassador for the people that matter to you you know people who are sick young and old the situation with poverty famine see we want to fix all of that because in certain parts of that area there's violence there's poverty there's famine there's sickness disease. We want to make that place great again so that when people come into that part of the world, 
they won't be afraid. In other words, we're going to make it so everybody has sunshine and joy and happiness and life. This is the key word, life. Life, not death, life. See, for me, I don't like to see poverty. I don't like to see famine. You know, you go on Instagram, and from time to time, I see videos of the harsh conditions that people are staying at, the people that are forgotten, the people that nobody knows about. And I like to think that whatever money you acquire in your lifetime, and however you acquire it, that you can use that money for good reason. Let's build a school with running water and facilities and all that kind of stuff so that young adults, when they go off to school, they're not have to worry about the conditions because that video on Instagram that was posted, that really hurt when I saw it. The way people were just forgotten. They were in an area dilapidated, there's no running water, people were sharing one toilet. And the conditions were horrible, and there were rats running all over. You know, how does a person live like that? How? I mean, sorry to say it, but I think that's really, really horrible. Can you imagine? Can you imagine if it was your own daughter or son? Your own daughter and son. Can you imagine that? living in those conditions they probably wouldn't tell you because they're too ashamed but no gotta get the word out we have to help as many people as we can when i think of all the poverty that's out there the famine i see children starving to death there was one commercial i just could not look at because it broke my heart children were starving and they had diseases and and then you think of everything that's over here. So now we take for everything for granted here in this part of the world with the food. I sometimes feel guilty eating because I cannot enjoy a feast or food of any kind when I see someone else starving. I can't. It breaks my heart. Now, I'm sure people have donated to a food bank and provided food for the people in need, but it's still not enough. There's got to be more that has to be done. But again, going back to children. Children are such resilient little creatures. They're always inquisitive. And again, I saw that YouTube video of a man. I don't know, I think he was from the UK or Britain or something. And he gave this beautiful little girl a doll. Because again, a lot of the kids down there don't have what the children have up here. And it's a shame. I have a lot of stuff that I'm willing to give. And again, I don't care if it, I have no sentimental value to it, so they can have it. It would put a smile on their faces, and it would make me feel good. But when they, that, that man brought that doll for that little girl, oh my God, she was so happy, and then she gave, him, she gave him a big hug, and she was doing her little dance. That really was so heartwarming. I said, why can't more people do that? Why? Because I've heard people say, oh, yeah, I donate, I give to Goodwill, but it's not enough. It's not enough. Well, what do you want us to do? Well, for me, the mission is to physically go down there. To bring, I don't even know how I'm going to do this now. To bring all this stuff somehow, or maybe have it all shipped ahead, and just give it out to people. Here, take this doll, take this, 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 take some books. You know, some people like to read. Well, that'd be a good thing. They have different types of books. Is there anything and anything that you can really bring with you to give, to physically hand out? 
it's a joy. And I think it's important in this day and age to not forget about what my real mission is, is to help people who are battling an illness. As I said, I think it was last night, it was the last night, maybe the night before, about fight to stay alive. The reason why I say that is this, when you're battling an illness of any kind, not just cancer, but I, I touch on cancer because I'm talking from personal experience. But when you touch on any illness, whatever illness you have, you need to fight. You can't give up. You cannot give up. Think about in this in these terms. If you have family, whether it's your, you know, if you're a young adult, your mother, your father, your siblings, if you're married, your husband or wife, and then if you have children, you think about them. Anybody and everybody needs to fight to stay on this earth. I've always said this and I'm going to keep saying it again. The determination to live exceeds the determination to die. In other words, push yourself to stay on this earth. Fight like you've never fought before. Pretend you're at a war. Pretend you're at a war. You're the good guys. So you're, you're fighting to keep, first of all, to keep the cancer and any other illness out of your body. You don't want it to invade your body because when it invades your body, that's when you're gonna give up. You're gonna become so weak, you're gonna be like, I don't wanna do this. And then you're gonna give in. And if you make the decision to go down to the valley of darkness, that's it. You have no other choice. You're stuck. Death is permanent. So don't give up. It's like a, it's like a slow form of suicide. That's what you're doing. You're slowly killing yourself. But. If you have the mentality like I did, well, again, I, at one time, was gonna, I was getting ready to give up, and my mother was like, no, no, you are not going anywhere. I refuse to let you die. I refuse. Because I know that if I had, she would, she would stop living. She would stop eating. She would just stop. And I said, no, Mom, no, I'm not going to do this to you. I will fight, and I did. It was hard, it was painful. I went through every side effect that you could imagine. I went through everything. But in the end, I came out the winner. And I believe that that could apply to anybody who's going through any type of an illness. Because it matters. And even if you don't have someone that you're fighting for, do it for yourself. Do it for yourself because Think about this, whatever your age, and again, it's not even based on age. Anybody could get sick in this day and age because we all have cancer cells. But, but, you need to fight. You need to fight to stay alive. You need to fight because it's very important. Sit down. You need to fight. Sorry about that. My cat is being a pest. He has to put his little voice in here. Sit. Not. So anyway, so that's why anybody who has a disease right now, I'm talking about right this very minute, you're going through a disease, whether it's cancer, whether you have a heart problem, any type of issue you're dealing with, fight, 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 stay alive. Don't give up in this day and age of COVID because everyone is like now worried about this whole Delta variant. But now they're offering booster shot. But if you get a booster shot, you've already been vaccinated, you get a booster shot, you're more likely to, that it won't affect you. 
In other words, you do what you have to do when it comes to COVID. See, for me, for the longest time, I was skeptical about getting that vaccination. I said, well, what if it doesn't work? Because I have a pre-existing condition. Number one, I have that lung condition. And I was worried about that. But I took the chance and I got myself vaccinated. Better to be safe than sorry. Now, a lot of people in this country still don't want to be vaccinated. Either they're afraid or they give out some other reason. This Delta variant, though, is attacking children. And the problem with that is children are dying because, again, they're not eligible to get that vaccine. I think that's wrong right there. Sorry I got off the topic, but when we're talking about illness, you got to think about your life. You can't play Russian roulette with your life. Your life is very precious. You're an important part of this world. So when I think of the children that are suffering, they're also, they're God's children. We're all God's children. But when you think about the littlest, the littlest person, children, and children get easily, they get sick. We have to do as much as we can to keep them alive so that they can have normal lives. They can be productive grown-ups when they grow up so they can be whoever they want to be, whatever they want to do in life. But if they can't go past a certain age, it's heartbreaking. And again, I don't think we're doing enough in this world. So again, I put my title as International Goodwill Ambassador. But I'm hoping that I can get to that point. But I still want to talk about my story. I think that people need to know where I've been, what, how I managed to conquer this deadly cancer because it was deadly at the time they thought it went to my lungs so I was really fighting for my life but then after that drug was given tumor completely disappeared and I was cancer free so the initial diagnosis was just breast cancer this is whatever you have in your lungs isn't even not cancerous it's something else and again it's not fatal but in this day and age with this whole COVID thing I don't want to end up in the hospital with a breathing tube down my throat. I don't. That's why I stay away from hospitals. Because to me, that's where most of the people are sick. Yes, you can mask up and you can take all the precautions you want. And even the healthiest people can get sick. You can be fully vaccinated and still get sick. That's what's scary. But growing up, I remember all the childhood diseases that were very scary. My mother, believe it or not, I did not know this. She said when she was a baby, she had um, TB, tuberculosis, which now that disease is eradicated. But, or no, was it? No, pertussis. Pertussis is like a whooping, whooping cough. And they thought she was going to die. But back then when she was born, medications like that were very few and far between. They were coming out with all these new vaccines, like the vaccine that Jonas Salk invented for polio. You know, then you hear about measles, rubella, mumps. I never had any of that. I'll tell you what I did have, and I was shocked, but I didn't get it until my mid-20s. So my nephew at the time had chicken pox. Guess where I got it from? Him. At 25 years old, I got chicken pox. Now, it's worse when you're an adult. When you're a child, you can fight it off easily, but when you're an adult, yeah, it's a painful itching disease. And I got through it, but I was so shocked that that could be transmitted from child to adult. But all the other stuff I was vaccinated for, I remember getting immunized for rubella. No, I'm sorry, not rubella. Mumps, measles, and all the other host of childhood diseases that are there. But again, you can also get them as an adult. 
And then the problem with chicken pox, if you've had chicken pox, you can also get the shingles virus that's in your body. Not many people get it. It's like, I forget what the ratio and percentage of people that get it, but that's painful. But they do have some type of uh, medication that you can take to prevent it from coming to, into you. I just hope I don't get it at all. That's, that's very scary. Um, so anyway, getting back to children. I love children. I love the, the whole, you know, they ask questions and they're inquisitive and they're so happy when you give them something, especially the children from around the world. Because again, they don't have much of anything. And the one thing that's important though for a child, in addition to the gifts and stuff, love. Think about the children that need love. There are children that do not have a set of parents. They don't have siblings. They're just basically by themselves. And it's sad to think that children are growing up without any love. And I feel for them. I really feel for them. It just breaks my heart. And I always wish, oh, I can know, in addition to my own, I can adopt a whole bunch of children happy family but you never know you know you could do so much for, for a child bring a smile on their face but all they really need is love everybody needs love I don't care who you are and if you think you don't need it well then don't listen to this podcast because I preach love because love is important see love is more important than money now everyone's gonna say no money is important money is important to survive but love will be always number one. You could have all the money in the world, but you're not going to be happy. You're not going to be happy. Because if you tell me, yeah, I have all this money and these material things, and I'm like really happy, you're lying to yourself and to everyone around you. Love is important, and again, it should, should be number one. In my book, it's number one. You can have love first, the love of your family, the love of whoever's in your life, put them at the top. Money comes second. That's just my view and opinion. Again, don't you don't have to agree with me on that, but that's how I feel. So I'm gonna end this saying, you know, children are such beautiful, beautiful human beings. And all children deserve some type of love. But there are also children out there that don't have much of anything. And whatever I can do, I will. Because I don't want to see any more suffering. So, until then, let's say a prayer for all the children out there that are in orphanages. But don't have parents, because there are children. And then the children that are sick, they're dying. Let's all say a prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespass, we forgive those who trespass against us, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. God bless all of you, have a blessed Sunday, and a great week ahead, take care.